listening to Over the Oxo podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. I'm talking today about multitasking and how bad it is for us because it's something that we all know we shouldn't do and yet we all still do it. So I want to try and convince you about why it's so bad and what it's doing to us and how it can create anxiety in all walks of life, but it can pour over into your riding, can make you feel really, really stressed. It's funny, isn't it? In the 2020s, we actually almost celebrate multitasking. We try to multitask and even using a phone or other device, they they tempt us into multitasking with all those notifications. Because as soon as you see that you've got a new email or a new message, you're so tempted to open it and stop what you were doing and then go back to it. And then you've got to try and think back. And very often on your computer, you've got various apps open from email to all different other types of apps. And again, a lot of these have got notifications. So you start writing an email and then you break off part way because you need to do something else. And we try to squash things in before appointments. And so you might think that multitasking was a way of getting things done much more quickly. Most people do it quite automatically and think of it as efficient and normal. But how about the fact that we're actually doing ourselves a huge, huge disfavour? There's quite a lot of bad news about multitasking. It's quite an alarm bell to really stop it, to improve your brain health and to perform better and to relax get out of anxiety and stress and to improve your memory as well. Now, if we think about our brains in two different ways, first of all, we think that our brains are kind of like a stimulus response machine. There's always some kind of stimulus, something in your five senses, you'll see, hear, feel, taste, smell. Have I got all five? I can't remember but you know what I mean. We've got the five senses that trigger us to do something, even if it's just to think something or to have a certain emotion or to behave in a certain way. And that stimulus response occurs due to patterns. So maybe if you really love a sunrise and you see a sunrise, it'll make you feel happy because that's your pattern. So we have this set of stimulus and responses and we have a set of patterns. But what happens when we multitask is that we've got multiple apps open on that brain and the brain isn't too sure where your awareness really is. In fact, consciously, do we even know where our awareness is at any one time? You might be writing an email, but you're also got half a mind on maybe this podcast or maybe some music or maybe something else. And as humans, when we consider our awareness, it's very easy to lose touch with awareness because being consciously aware of lots of different things is really, 
really exhausting because it's not what our brain was meant to do. So it's like turning the tumble dryer on full heat, souping it up instead of putting your clothes on a maiden or a radiator, which just happens automatically. You get that drying automatically. With a conscious mind, drains your energy because it needs masses of glucose and it gets tired really quickly. So if you've been thinking all day, you'll know that feeling because you think, well, how am I tired? I haven't done anything. But your brain has been drawing glucose off quite a lot and quite a lot more than if you were doing something automatically. So if it's very automatic for you to do a certain job, then it won't drain your brain you know, mucking out, tacking up, any of those things that you can do on autopilot. But if you've had to think about writing a proposal, writing a report, sending an important email, then that will drain some of your glucose and you will feel tired afterwards. So we can't place our awareness easily in lots and lots of different places. It tires us out really, really quickly. And actually, your awareness tends really only to be in one place at one time. Imagine then now that all your senses were in the here and now, right now. You've shut down all other apps apart from one single app. And so that's really healthy. And multitasking is kind of like the diametric opposite of all of that. I want you to think about for some horsey gear on the internet, research something about your horse at the same time that you're trying to write something. Let's have a look at why multitasking is quite harmful, really. So here are five ways that multitasking is really inefficient and really, really stops us from being how we want to be, being calmer, being able to think straight. So the first thing is that the conscious mind, where we have all our cognition, our thought processes, our higher reasoning, our rational mind, our analytical mind, prefers us to be on one thing at a time. And research has shown that when you ignore it, and you start multitasking on a regular basis, actually causes a reduction in the grey matter, so the thinking bits of the brain, the cognitive region. And this leads us to make mistakes, and it means that we have less ability to do the work or the task, and less ability to think straight. The second thing is multitasking actually slows you down. So though you're thinking that you're getting lots of little jobs done, the research shows that you do everything a little bit more slowly. So if you're doing 10 tasks, you're doing each of those far far more slowly than you would do if you had concentrated on the one thing. So for each of the set of tasks, you'll be in a different mindset. So if you're checking your bank balance, if you're replying to emails, if you're looking at social media, it's a different frame of mind for each one. And it's actually quite confusing to the mind to hop about quite so much. Number three, your memory suffers. 
So it can be both short-term and long-term memory because when you think about working on a really complex problem, then you either interrupt yourself or you get interrupted and off you go. It's time to do something else and hold all these balls in the air. It's difficult to get back into your stride. And the same thing happens with the memory. Each interruption causes a break in the communication where we're downloading stuff to the short-term memory. And you probably find out, you know, if you are writing something, that that perfect sentence or phrase that you were thinking of has gone because it, it kind of evaporated because you looked at your socials. Now, multitasking also causes stress. And there's a piece of research that was carried out by the University of California, and it showed that heart rates in student volunteers who had access to their email was elevated compared to the volunteers who had no access. And there's a stress of hearing or seeing those notifications because we have that tendency to absolutely need to think that we need to attend to them. It's funny because if the students in this study were get then given a stream of notifications, their stress became more and more pronounced. So it causes stress not only at the time, but it can also lead to us keeping that stressful frame of mind going. So even when we move away from a computer or device and we're not on the notifications anymore, that stress sometimes doesn't quite dissipate as quickly as we would want. We're still feeling the effects of it. And the last thing, if you multitask regularly, you become more and more susceptible to it and you fall into that trap ever more easily. And it becomes a habit, a really, really unhelpful habit where you're forgetting things, doing things inefficiently, causing you stress and anxiety. And the priority that you place on each interruption just enhances that loss of concentration and all the other things that we were saying. So it develops very, very quickly into a habit, a habit that would do us good to actually stop. So it's important to remember that the term multitasking was actually coined to describe computer systems, not human beings. Humans can't multitask. We think we multitask, but we don't. We're actually doing one thing at a time, but doing them all inefficiently. So in a human brain where all the apps are open, actually it's only one app that's working at any one time. A study from Yale University called Multitasking an Illusion, which I quite like, multitasking is switching of attention. It's not really multitasking and we need to practice to undo it. So this is why we need to go over to monotasking and be proud of that because some people wear multitasking as a kind of badge of honour, but let's wear monotasking as our badge of honour. And what we're thinking about is just having a single app open. And sometimes that's nice because when we go riding, that's what happens. 
Now, it could be that if you're riding a horse that you ride a lot and you've got a certain relationship with the horse, that the riding is very easy. Maybe on a particular day you don't want to tax yourself, you go for a hack and your horse is really, really safe and sound. And maybe then in that style of riding, your mind can wander. And I've seen loads of riders on their phone, how they do it to be on their phone like constantly, not just for a quick snap. I do not know. But for most people, when they ride, then they're thinking about the horse and they're thinking about the movement. And it becomes that that single app is open and they shut down the other apps. And there's lots of sports that have this kind of effect on us. You know, I know people who go skiing for the same reason or they do running for the same reason because the running, which always seems to me a a time when you could actually start to multitask and think about loads of things, for them is a time when they completely switch off. So we need to have that switch off so that we can do one thing at a time. And you're much more likely then to make this into a habit to be able to utilize this as a learning because it will go into your memory much more easily. And also the emotions that you create there, if they're positive emotions, stand you in massively good stead for creating that really nice habit. So if we shut down some of those apps or all of the apps apart from one, we can then function properly. We can even then start about cleaning up old apps and deleting them so that we can really not just shut them down but we can get rid of them completely. And so when I go to ride my horse I try and I think it's my habit now to only think about riding. I'm not thinking about what I should be feeding her or what I should be doing at work or what I've got to do after my ride. I'm just thinking about her and me and what I need to do to help her out. And so now I'm not setting myself up as the perfect paragon of virtue here. I do sometimes stray into multitasking, usually when I'm working, but it's something that I've become more and more conscious of and more and more aware of so that I can do that one thing I can bring my awareness into that one thing and put my effort and concentration there. And that's something that for me is a work in progress. But knowing the the neuroscience behind it and knowing how good it is and how much more efficient it is spurs me on. And I hope it spurs you on too. I hope you can close off a few apps, maybe delete a few as you go along and think about the things that you find very easy to monotask on and maybe concentrate on that, whether that's going for a walk, a run, a ride, or whether that's maybe meditating or just phoning a friend and concentrating on that conversation. Enjoy your monotasking. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Take care and I'll see you again really soon. 